0: I do think we start with a cold open. Mm, mm-hmm. People love a cold open.
1: People enjoy those.
0: Look at SNL.
1: We're do- we're actually we're doing it. <laughs> I oh, like, you think I'm this is thinking it? about it? Like we're 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 inside of the podcast
0: right now. Oh, it's coming from inside the podcast. That's what from- you're saying? Is that a podcast name? <laughs> we can't change the name again. <laughs> well, we, can't we can't change do the name again. We put our
1: minds to Matthew. No, but I, I like I like this name better.
0: Okay, so are we are are we starting this thing? Cool. I declare podcast officially
1: on. This is gonna be a clusterfuck.
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay All right. So I think that was it. Yeah, I think that was, that's a that good was it. Intro. That was the cold open. All right. So here we
1: go. Are you ready, Eric? Um, I'm dear Lord, Matthew. I'm ready.
0: All right. Let's get right to it, shall we? Yes. Uh, welcome to this little thing that we are calling You Didn't Ask For This. I'm Matt Shea. I'm Eric Poach. We have no authority to be telling you any of the answers that we're about to be saying, oh oh goodness no uh what we have done is we've gathered some questions uh that we feel are uh, well they're bullshit is what they are yeah well uh, no, no, nobody... no no, no no
1: this is a key to they're not bullshit okay it's just they're not you know in the grand list of priorities
0: yeah they're they're meaningless, yeah, but we Will give them meaning. Yeah, they mean something to somebody. But they mean something to somebody, mainly us. Um, and what we would like is for you all are, I'm going to say, copious amounts of fans to send in your questions that you think nobody really has had the has had the gall to ask. Before, the audacity has to put forth has had the courage to put out there into the universe. The chutzpah. The chutzpah. We will answer them for you in in great detail. Well, exhaustive detail. (laughs) Lots of detail. Exhausted. (laughs) Copious detail. (laughs) Too much. Uh, Hence the name. You didn't ask for this. So uh, we do have a couple of questions to get us started. I think should we get right into it, Yes. Uh, Or you know what we should do? We should banter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> every podcast has a good banter segment you, you, you gotta yeah you, you got most people don't state it so overtly like no, I no
1: no but i think that's what makes our podcast you know like brave
0: is that the word that you want to use <laughs> let me ask you this uh mm-hmm. eric mm-hmm. how the hell are you today matthew mm-hmm.
1: i'm in my pajamas I have a mug of coffee and my favorite Dungeons and Dragons mug.
0: What uh, does that mug say? It says, "This really dungeons
1: my dragons."
0: It's a solid. It's a solid uh, pun. Yeah, and it's given to me by my good friend. Is friends. it a pun? It's not. Uh, a
1: pun. No, it's just, I think it's just words.
0: It's just words. <laughs> it's and- <laughs> okay so we did prime the pump a little bit uh and we got some questions from friends friends of the pod they didn't know that there was a pod at the time no Uh, no but but now they've provided us some questions um we would love you to submit your questions as meaningful or meaningless as you think they might be uh for us to answer at you didn't ask for this at gmail.com or you didn't ask pod that's the letter you didn't ask pod on instagram or the or the twitter hey matt can i just say something real quick uh like, yeah sure I yeah like
1: i, n- I just want to say you Now i know we had to go back and, and re-record that last se- segment but you're not gonna head out of the park right now with this branding on the second take
0: thank you yes uh you know I I can't say that I feel like I'm knocking it out. No, no, no. You got our user handle wrong. No, you're you're killing it. You're killing it. Okay. Um, Eric Poach, would you do the honor of uh, pulling our first question? Happily. Matthew, our first question
1: on this podcast that we have worked so very hard for, that you have branded so very well. The question is: Is it okay for a centaur
0: to poop outside? And that uh, that comes from DCT Morris on Instagram. Um, that's a great question that I think many have asked. And I think since it's, it's crucial. We pre- it's it's the, the key word here is: Is it okay? Yes, is it okay? It's certainly possible. Yeah, there's there's no nobody is contesting that point. Yeah um what it is it uh, so let's let's think about this let me set the scene for okay
1: paint me this picture
0: yeah there you are at a i'm gonna say a panera okay
1: that answers my (laughs) first question were we in the woods or are we in society no you you are
0: exiting a panera okay you've got your you've got your salad and you've got your bread bowl yep with a with a nice creamy soup in there what soup do you put in the bread bowl, Eric?
1: Ooh, baby, you know I'm
0: going after that creamy tomato. Do I always like a, like a cream of chicken wild rice or really? a cream potato? But once you can't do you can't do like a brothy soup in there.
1: Ooh, no! Oh God, no, oh, that God that's no. gross as hell.
0: No, it's a mess. Yeah, if now someone's like, "Oh yeah, I got
1: chicken noodle soup in a bread bowl," I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?"
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm always worried it's gonna leak. I mean, I guess yeah. it could leak no matter what, but yeah. at least with... There's with a viscosity a little, threshold. Exactly. With a creamy soup, it would gloop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're I'm coming out of Panera. I'm walking out of, out now, of Panera. I have we've my... We've got our leaky bread bowl. Yeah. Um, And in front of you is a centaur who waves. He's friendly. And then he <laughs> walks. <laughs> now, wait. Is... <laughs> All right. No, go on, go on, go on, go on. So you're walking out of the Panera. You got your bread bowl. Uh, you, it's leaking, it's leaking noodle soup cream, chicken noodle yep. soup all over the place. Got it. A centaur named Harry. Do
1: I know his name?
0: Uh, yeah, he's a you're local.
1: Adding to this is, 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 The whiplash as I change my answers in my head as new information is introduced. Okay. So you think it's better
0: if it's a random centaur.
1: No, no, no. I know. I know him. His name's okay.
0: He's the local centaur. I feel like you would know him. Yeah. 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 Especially if he frequents your Panera of choice. So he, he's there. He waves, gives you a, how you doing? As he makes his way to the shrubbery where he proceeds to poop. But he's asking you about your day.
1: Okay, so clarifications. Um, he so I come out holding bread bowl. Um, yes. Harry. Yes. Looks me in the eye. Yes. Waves. Asks me how I'm doing. As it. he is walking to the shrub, so he has a designated spot. Yeah, he's on a he's en route. He's en route to his designated. No, no no, spot. no, no,
0: no, no. We we can't necessarily say it's a designated spot. There's not a center shitting. Or rather, shitting he has sign. chosen.
1: Like he he has made the the cognizant decision. I'm gonna go to that shrubbery to poop. The
0: the sent the half man has to shit.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that answers one of my questions. Is is he just doing this horse style where you know he walks and then the poop just kind of falls out behind him?
0: I think. I, I think that is what he's doing. Oh, that is what he's doing. So he is
1: talking I, to me, I, looking me in the eye while he's pooping.
0: You know, you bring up a good point. Actually, before we get all the way down this this hypothetical yeah. situation, the ass is a horse. Yes, and horses just let it go. Yes. So I is the is the is the question really? I mean, the question posed to us was, is it okay? I think it might only be possible for uh, a centaur well, to
1: do that. Uh, because like yeah, horse. What's horse he gonna booty, do in a stall? I, I feel like I'll forgive a horse for pooping wherever. Like they poop in parades, the the they poop they poop on the street. Nobody nobody nobody's like mad at the horse because no it's a horse. It's a no horse. One,
0: it's a they're horse. very they're beautiful, dumb, stupid animals. I don't think they're dumb. I think that is incorrect. They're I've you ever rode you ever ridden horse, Matt? I have. I have two. Hey, look at that. I don't that. think they're
1: stupid, but I don't think they're smart. No, they're like, no they're no like, Albert. Like Einstein. they're thinking one thing. Like you're not gonna potty train a horse.
0: They just no, because, go. Well first of all, why would you? They'll they'll hoove you right in the face.
1: Yeah. Um so to kind of circle back so horses, yeah, they poop anywhere they want. That's fine. Right. They're horses. Yes. A centaur. Yes. Creature of myth. If you top, want to call it that. Top half is a huge... He is intelligent enough to wave at me and ask yeah. me how my day is going. Yeah. So I assume he is capable of holding it until he gets to a to an appropriate spot.
0: Now, see, this is where I think we need... I mean, truly, we need to know what the anatomy of a centaur is like at what point does he go from jacked six pack to the oh, innards know of a horse
1: ripped
0: well first of all come uh, he, i thought that was a prerequisite of a centaur yeah. nobody wants to be um we don't know when the anatomy takes over is what i'm saying no yeah so and, and it really if, comes if out at he's least, got a, is he in control of his of his poops and since he's got a horse ass yeah i don't think I think we have to assume that the, uh, the, at least the back half of the digestive system works the same as it does in a horse, and it's just gonna come the fuck out. Okay, and I think, I think that's fair.
1: So, that being established in a vacuum, mm-hmm. assuming Harry the Centaur. Yeah. Cannot control his poop shoot, and just, like a horse just happens Mm -hmm. even assuming that he looked me in the fucking eye and waved at me (laughs) when he did it
0: that is not okay uh oh so you think he should have at least excused himself and and the very as soon because
1: he's got to know it's coming
0: he's got he has to he's certainly aware it's gonna happen
1: yeah so the second he becomes aware, even even just a just a oh 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 wait wait, <laughs> like, just a, like he can start oh hey air oh oh wait wait. just just a oh 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 Hold like up, just period. so I, just so he can signal signal me so I can not so I can avert my eye I don't care like I'm not bothered by the, but just so I can like okay this is happening yeah so I can do that on my end yeah. Yeah, I think...
0: And does he clean it up afterwards? That is also critical. No. I'm going to say that's a hard no. First of all, he can't bend down there to pick it up. He can he can do that. Have you... You see that, like, super, like, graceful kneel
1: that a horse does? Uh-huh. Like, when they're doing dressage. He can do one. Like, just do, like, that dressage, like... Like the, like he's bowing to the king of a of, of the forest realm to scoop yeah. up some food. Now now that
0: being said, who is going to make a centaur do that? No, well, absolutely no one. They are powerful, beautiful creatures. That's what I'm saying, yeah. and I think Harry the centaur knows that damn well. So I think the answer to the question is: It is not only okay for a centaur to poop outside. They they have it would be I think it would be not okay for them to poop inside. Oh that's, well, yeah, I, that's less acceptable, I, and they're certainly not going to a a, a Panera stall. Yeah, no, that's not happening. That. Can you imagine though? I the destruction. Yeah, the Panera is all
1: over the state. Like they have to pay Harry tribute to like stay away. Do you think? Now let me hit you with this in the in the subject. I'm like, ready. Circling back to cleaning up, do you think that the centaur Harry, knowing he is a powerful, beautiful creature of myth, yes. um, do you think he is enthralled and a, a Panera employee to be like his poop scooper? Like, is that the tax that Panera <laughs> must pay? So that you he mean doesn't somebody, come in and kick in their stall.
0: It's some poor part-time minimum wage employee's job. That's their other duties as assigned. Pick up Harry's poop. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I is. think
1: corp- Yeah, corporate knows there's a centaur in town. It's not like they're not going to build the Panera. They're not going to let Potbelly yeah. get that footing.
0: No no. <laughs> I don't first of all I don't think Harry's going to only where people will clean up his poop cuz I again don't think he's gives a shit. No,
1: yeah, I, I I well he's giving a lot of shits. Hey. But no, so I think we we lend it it is in a vacuum okay for a centaur to poop outside. Yes. It becomes super not okay the second he looks me in the eye while he does it.
0: He still needs to. Uh, all centaurs need to respect the fact that they they can't just go about their regular business while they're going about their yeah. business. You if, know as I'm long saying?
1: as they at least acknowledge what's happening, they're like, oh. if like if they j- if it just happens and they're like then talking to me like better. it's not happening, yeah,
0: I then it's not then okay. Him.
1: I wouldn't be terribly upset, but it's not okay.
0: Okay, uh, well. I think we got to the bottom of that.
1: Yeah, that's one. Give, uh, uh, do you want to do you want to give us our next one?
0: I sure do. Uh, this one comes from Sarah Feldman, also on Instagram. Why would you take the longer route option on Google Maps? And I'm going to extend this further to any GPS. Yeah. Uh, why that that is quite a philosophical question. Yeah, I think there are practical reasons behind it, though. Ooh, you think there are practical? Okay, I think sometimes. Now I'm a Zoomer myself, not a Zoomer. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, that's not the name. I'm that like have. Matt. You're thirty. So, <laughs> 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 no, um, I'm a Wazer. Is what I meant. A uh, Wazer. Sorry, sorry okay. Zoom has so polluted my mind now that it's it's you know the only app I can think of. No, I'm a Wazer. I don't know if you are a Wazer yourself.
1: Uh. I have chained myself to to Google Maps. I do still own
0: a Garmin. Well, I'm saying that you don't use the app. Waze is an app. Are you not sure? Do you not know No, Waze I know what Waze is? is. I'm just saying, like, I don't use the Waze app. I use Google Maps. Yeah, no, nobody has a TomTom anymore. I have a Garmin. It is in okay, but the you don't console use it. of my Jeep. Haven't yeah, turned the- it on
1: in like a yeah. decade ago, and there it has slumbered since. All right. Well, it probably needs a system update. Oh, <laughs> boy, do it! God, is this is this where we just devolve into like two dads?
0: Did it happen already? Yeah, I don't even have a kid. I know. <laughs> Once. Um, when i this was probably like five seven years ago Uh it was some fall and i was home for thanksgiving and i was helping my dad rake leaves in the backyard Have i don't know if i've told you the story but i was helping my dad rake leaves in the backyard and he had has had this new like polyurethane rake uh that like it it is cool uh (laughs) Fucking pad that! (laughs) I'm I'm already, I'm already defending. I'm defending the story. I haven't even gotten to. So anyway, like it, it it has a design that allows it to not jam up with leaves. You know, like yeah. And I was remarking to my dad how cool this rake was, and he got really excited and and said like yeah you know it was a little pricey but it's totally worth the the money i got two of them uh, and here we are and in the middle of his excitement i went so this is uh this is what it's like huh this is how crippling is what was that excitement is in adulthood <laughs> uh and he went yeah yeah this is this is uh what joy is now <laughs> my gift to you my son <laughs> <laughs> um so I think though I if I, if I were if I were to dig into alternative meetings to this question of the longer route yeah I would say perhaps the question is why would you take the scenic route
1: yeah yeah the air quotes see when you say scenic route like like no, the way you that. just said it that that does imply
0: a nefarious intent Oh, uh, here I thought I was implying a nice Norman Rockwell Americana vibe. Oh
1: yeah, no, Matt. Let's just take the scenic route. (laughs) Okay,
0: now hold on. I didn't. (laughs) I didn't put on impending doom. I mean, that is. We we
1: can. We can stop talking around it. Murder is a good option.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay. If you if you're looking for a body dump, you're gonna take the longer route, probably. I mean, the longer route's the one that goes by the docks, is it not? Um, I think we've kind of covered it, right? Yeah.
1: Existential dread, murder, don't hate, don't like tolls.
0: There you go. Um, and so we are down now to, um, one, there's one last question. This, uh, this comes from the jarge, as I'm going to say, um, Uh, on instagram as well whatever happened to that guy who made a floating island out of trash now i can honestly say i don't know what the hell uh jamie here is talking about
1: i looked it up matt
0: oh did you now oh yeah so i
1: tell me i believe that jarge is referring to spiral island Spiral Island. Yeah. Spiral Island is the name of a floating artificial island built in Mexico by uh-huh. British artist Richard, quote, Reishi Soa. Okay. God, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Probably um, not, but let's so, just go right on. So yeah, um, it was built in like a, lu- a lagoon near Puerto Aventuras. On the Caribbean Uh coast of Mexico, south of Cancun. Uh, So basically, this dude filled nets with like empty, discarded plastic garbage bottles and like built a platform out of plywood and bamboo um, and just made an island of garbage. And it had a two story house built on it, uh, a solar
0: oven. So these are big nets. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, The size uh, he used. Some two hundred and fifty thousand bottles for a sixty-six by fifty-four foot structure.
0: For but that's like, but then he put like a foundation, a wood foundation. Yeah, on it, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like a frame built out of sticks. Okay, I I think I get the picture yeah. here.
1: Um, so as to what happened to it, uh, he was ordered to take the island out of the canal it was in in 2004 because many uh, they were building private homes and condos uh, were being built there. Uh, And he lived for one year on that island at the end of a loose rock pier. He was offered a new location in the Bay of Solomon, about 200 kilometers south. And then finally, he was permitted by port authorities to tow Spiral Island, I'm assuming, to its new home. Uh, but the island was destroyed by Hurricane Emily in two thousand and five.
0: Oh no! I was, yeah. I was not set up for a, an actual unfortunate demise. I thought we were looking at like it caught fire because it's made of garbage. Hey, Matt, you ready for this shit? Uh oh. In
1: late two thousand and seven and two thousand and eight, uh-huh. Soa built a replacement for Spiral Island. In the waters of
0: El Harris, the, quote, Island of Women.
1: Also near Cancun.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. If anybody in the island, in the Isle of Women, if there's one thing the Isle of Women wants, it's a lonely man on a mountain of trash. Yes. And it, it basically became a tourist attraction.
1: It, uh, is it still there? Uh, so it was open for tours at one point. Uh, it got to be... Like, 25 meters in diameter. Uh, so it was, it was a bit, bit bigger than the other one. It, uh, the New Island had three beaches, a house, two ponds, a wave-powered washing machine, solar panels, a solar-paneled waterfall and river. Or, sorry, a
0: a solar-powered waterfall and river. Wow. Disney should have jumped on this. Yes. Yes, yes, I yes. mean, th- this, is, this is truly... A, a a tourist destination. As far as I know, it still
1: exists. Matt, I say as far as I know because it was in the lagoon of Ila Bay. I have to be saying that wrong. Um, it was open for tours. However, it is no longer in the lagoon. Mm. We don't know where it is, Matt.
0: The island is missing. The island of garbage. Has 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 gone. This is a Twilight Zone episode now.
1: Yes. What was Ooh. reclaimed
0: from the sea
1: has been re reclaimed by the sea again. Wow.
0: Well, th- what I had no idea about any of this. So thank you for the question, Jarge, and thank you for the answer, Eric. Anytime, babe. Okay. I think without any uh, further ado. Eric, why don't we proceed to today to the to the real question of the day?
1: Yes. So, why we have gathered you all here? It wasn't Centaurs. It certainly wasn't Trash Islands.
0: Yeah. Um, I think what we should say is that each episode we're uh, we're going to do some of these quick hit questions, but we then we're going to have a a main segment, if you will.
1: Main segment.
0: There's the theme. Uh, where we answer the real questions yes. plaguing, uh, I'd say the world. In this case, the world.
1: Yeah, no, because it does. It has worldwide uh, effects. It sure does. Ripples. Uh, so today's discussion: the implications of a world with Pokemon.
0: And when you start down this route, it's fun. Right. Yeah. Like you think, like ooh, I'm gonna get to be a trainer. I'm gonna have so many nice, fun, powerful Pokemon friends. So I think we, I think we should establish right off the bat that we, we need to ignore some of the more <laughs> uh, impossible aspects of Pokemon.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm for for the sake for the sake of sanity, I'm gonna say we'll stick to the the OG 150 sorry 151 151 um, please here's a very important question are we in the the world of pokemon the television show or is it our world in which Pokemon exist.
0: I think it is. I, I think the question that people want to know. Is what would it be like. If Pokemon were real. In our world. If our if oh, these yeah. two worlds I'm, were the same.
1: I'm kind of hoping this was the case. Because the answer is horrific.
0: Horrific. I like, only came up with negative outcomes. There is of Pokemon no being a thing.
1: good anything. That comes of our world. And now okay. Further clarification. Has our world always had Pokemon, or are they a recent development?
0: No, I think we should. Whether I don't think it should be whether or not it was a, a recent development or not. I, I'm saying if Pokemon were real, if it was just an if a fact of life, yeah. In um, in our what world, would, as what it would the, yeah? What would our world look like oh, if God. Pokemon were a fact of life? And I think the best way I can. You know, and I think uh, let's ignore the fact that some Pokemon have powers that would literally destroy the planet. Yes, let's let's put that aside. Um, just looking at the the, the, the the world either in the game or in the show as presented to to us, would s- so fundamentally change h- how this world we know it functions. For example, the first big thing, you and I, I'll I, 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 I I'll only speak for myself, actually. Uh-huh. When I was a kid and Pokemon came out and I, I was the 10-year-old, as mentioned in yep. the show, yep, who yep. gets to go out and be – who turned 10 and now gets to go out and be a Pokemon trainer Literally on their own. Literally I was running around my backyard pretending that Pokemon were real and I'm going out in the world. I was doing Pokemon Go way before it was – a possibility. But but think about this in real life. You get to be a trainer when you're 10 fucking years old. They give you a license. You get a license. You get a license to live license. outside. You shouldn't be licensed to do anything, let alone carry a charizard in your <laughs> belt. Yeah. That that's just wild to me. Ash's like, mom just like can you imagine bye. Forget for a moment the fact that a 10-year-old is in no way Capable of functioning on their own out in the world as a freelancer. God no, <laughs> but but just think about it from an adult perspective uh, on all these ten year old trainers running around, running around, it, battling each other, just fighting. Yeah, if because and, and, if you're a thirty year old trainer now, think of all the things you had to live through as a, a preteen oh trying God. to fight with Pokemon. The scar tissue alone like they would all look like marv from yeah, sin no city. Yeah, no one's
1: pretty. No goodness. No. No one is pretty. Getting attacked by flocks of spiro.
0: Yeah. Oh, and so the flocks are a thing that I think we should talk about. Yeah. Because that's the first thing that I started with when thinking about how to approach this question. The 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 actual just just the the structure of how pokemon society Oh my god. every Everything in the show and the games, everything revolves around Pokemon. And that is exactly how it would be in real life. The entire economy of the world. In the worst ways. Think about gyms. The Pokemon gyms, right? Yeah. You got Victory Roads all yep. over the place. And then you've got the Freelance gyms. Pokemon gyms would be like like college towns in a way. The way yeah. – like a college – Change like changes the makeup of a town to now only be about that college. That's what the gyms would be like, and it would be a capitalistic paradise. Oh, 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 dude, yeah. Uh, the so there would be an initial
1: like stock market, I guess, crash or whatever, because gold, the nothing, none of that would hold me to Pokemon would none. become currency. Yes, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Whoever controls the Pokemon controls the universe. Matt. So,
0: so do you think? When you say Pokémon are going to be currency, do you think that people are out here literally like I like trading trading Pokémon for houses? I hmm. what's a house worth? How Pokemon?
1: many how many how many Pikachu's do I have to trade to get a
0: house? But and so I'm glad that you brought up our our yellow friend. Yeah. When thinking about Pokemon in real life, thanks yeah. to Detective Pikachu and Ash Ketchum, who I'm going to get to in a second. Um, thanks to them, Pikachu is, of course, the first Pokemon usually anyone thinks about when you yes. think about Pokemon. But he's not the one you should think about. Oh. There are other Pokemon. When you think about Pokemon, when you think about Pikachus running around the world, that sounds like it could be fun. Yeah. You, you see him in a field. Yeah. Oh, how cool. Look at those nice Pikachu's. Now, let me paint a different picture for you. Uh-huh. You're out on a nice little hike. Or not even a hike. Let's say you're just you're a walking giant. to Panera. You, you and <laughs> Harry the Centaur. You and Harry and the Centaur are on your way to Panera. Yeah. Harry's pooping away. And in front of you appears an onyx.
1: Yeah. Yep. Onyx giant is huge. Snake rock snake the size of like a building.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're fucked, and so is the Panera.
1: Yeah, oh, everything's fucked. Also, speaking of like, Matt, you, 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 you kind of introduced a, a variable here that's that's really fucking me up, and I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, address it. Matt, is Harry the Centaur a Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> no. Our Centaur Pokemon?
0: No, Harry is just Harry. Why not? Because it's not. You said in the beginning of this conversation, we're sticking to 151. I don't know of a centaur type.
1: Okay. But, okay. Here's my question, though. Harry the centaur exists in this world, our world, and our world has Pokemon. Are you telling me there would be people who weren't trying to
0: classify Harry as a Pokemon? I think you, if, you know, first of all, I want to say, one, I was making a joke. Two, if Harry was actually in the world due to my joke. <laughs> I, think, I think I think there would be people who want to class who who want to classify him as a Pokemon because I think I think Pokemon in general would not only dominate the economy it would dominate politics. Oh yes. Uh, for example, we mentioned Onyx. Let's go to another rock type, Geodude mm-hmm. and Golems. Th- why would you not use Pokemon such as this in mines to be oh, working yeah. to uh, be working things. And I think we're gonna find an issue where there are people utilizing uh Pokemon as laborers. Oh yes. Like against their will.
1: Horrifically oh, we can say it, chattel slavery. Like it would A
0: hundred percent.
1: Yeah. It that's the most horrifying and egregious, like well, the Pokemon are well treated. Like Ah.
0: not by everybody because if there's anything we've learned about our world it's that uh some people think other people shouldn't be treated the same
1: they don't even think they should be treated like people
0: people don't think people should be treated as people yeah. why would they think pokemon yeah, should be able to exist in their paradise at a goddamn squirtle and think yeah I, you know I, I won't enslave this they right will. so so there's going to i think there's a fierce you know dichotomy there and also also I think you can look forward to our military for sure oh, utilizing yes. Pokemon in war. Yep,
1: uh, Operation Desert Sand. True, are you kidding me? That's happening.
0: Yeah, and and the Navy has Gyaradoses just lassoed to the oh, side of their ships.
1: Absolutely. Now I think, like in an ideal world, like it'd be dope if the introduction of Pokemon meant that like guns were just pointless. But I I mean, I guess that's a small bright. Like that's just wishful thinking. Like Pokemon poaching, fucking under. Like we would have Pokemon battles and stuff. But again, the Pokemon don't consent to this. uh, Yeah, nobody, nobody asked for this. And like fucking the the level of like Michael Vick horrific underground Uh Pokemon fights to Uh the death.
0: I think you meant. I'm glad you said poaching because. You know, if you think about it, the reasons people poach animals, like elephants, for example, you got that ivory.
1: Or they think like body parts of the animal have some
0: mystical property to give them boners. There's that. But not even the mystical properties. Let's look at Meowth, who has a fucking coin on his head. He has a coin on his head. (laughs) Meowth can talk. Yeah. He is proof that they are
1: intelligent enough to learn human speech. They are sentient. They are aware of their own existence.
0: Yeah. And I mean, there would be a PETA for sure. A a, a pep. A pep.
1: Like there is Pokemon as presented to it. Now, if it was just a case of like, oh, what if what if what we know as Pokemon replaced animals in our world? blah blah. blah like that's totally different. But Pokemon as we understand them.
0: Yes. Gotta catch them all. Uh Putting them in the Pokeballs. Put a fork in that catchphrase. Continue.
1: Uh, Making them fight each other for our amusement and so you can give me money. That's the other thing from the games that I think a lot of people forget. I kicked your Pokemon's ass. You now have to take them to the emergency room and, oh, by the way, give me $500.
0: What are you going to do? Your Pokemon are on the brink of death. Right. 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 I mean that uh, everything about the economy would survive or would would revolve around everything about the economy would revolve around Pokemon trading, around Pokemon battles and and utilizing Pokemon in the workforce as slaves as slave labor. And here's where I wanted to circle back to the phrase gotta catch them all hit me with and that. ash catch'. As well. Mm -hmm. So, everybody sort of, I think, knows that – or treats the gotta catch them all phrase as like an unattainable dream, right? Yeah. Gotta catch them all. But Ash, specifically, is very dedicated to the cause of catching them all. And here's a great question. At a certain point, if Pokemon are real and you are collecting Pokemon – why you're not using them all in your lineup oh no they're just and hanging
1: out in their in their goddamn stasis tubes in th- if my pokemon games are any or any indication uh six of my pokemon will taste sweet sweet freedom at any given time and the right. rest will languish in the darkness of bill's pc <laughs> yes like, yes they will <laughs> It's the whole concept.
0: That first ratatata that you find is going right in Bill's PC and never to be seen again.
1: No, God, no. I was just grinding so my Charizard could learn Fire Blast. (sighs) To that end, I will say of my Pokemon experience, like when I played the first game, that, Mm. uh, I don't, I didn't play what you would call like a very logical strategy in Pokemon. Uh, cause I just liked Charizard so, 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 so much.
0: Who among us did not?
1: Yeah. By the time I made it to the Elite Four, I had a level 99 Charizard and like a level 20 everything else.
0: Oh, interesting. So you had you you ended up with one good Pokemon. I, and, I put and,
1: all them eggs in that basket. I could kill every single one of their Pokemon in one hit except for like two. And that's why it took me months to beat the Elite Four because I had to grind the ones I had completely ignored up to a high enough level that they could do something.
0: Were you always, this is a slight tangent, were you always a uh, Charmander in your pick? Oh, yes. I always went for the Fire type. Did you, you never, have you replayed Blue or Red? I. Do you, what was the last Pokemon game you played?
1: The last Pokemon game I played, like tradition, like not counting the, the not, you know, the, the non catch them all games. Um, The last like catch Pokemon fight gyms uh, probably was the Soul Silver, the, the Golden Silver remake. And yeah, Golden Silver I, were the best I, ones.
0: Gold and silver is where... Uh, well, I I think I have a soft spot for yellow. But okay. the... Um, oh, look I, whose, I like whose the parents, parents loved lo- him. I I can't deny <laughs> that I had the Pokemon Yellow Edition Game Boy with Tokepi. And oh, my God. Yeah. But that was my first Game Boy.
1: They love the shit out of you.
0: Yeah, well... Who
1: doesn't? That, that's true. You're you're the, very, you're very lovable.
0: Yeah, I mean I I was the baby. <laughs> um now I have heard only good things about Sword and Shield and I have been thinking about getting them to like scratch that itch because for a long time I would play Red like every 3 or 4 years I'd replay Red or Blue.
1: Nice. And I, so I,
0: in those replays, I would try to pick a different one, and by a different one, I mean Squirtle or Charmander, because no one's picking Bulbasaur. If they
1: no, no, I, Bulbasaur's I, adorable. You know, Bul- Bulbasaur listen, is the cutest, hands
0: down, of the. Bulbasaur puppy. is destined to be a pet in yes, this world.
1: Yes, Bulbasaur is one hundred. Because and you never want him to evolve. No, that's what I'm saying. You
0: keep it as Bulbasaur. Oh,
1: yeah. Charmander evolves. He becomes a goddamn dragon. Squirtle evolves. He becomes a giant ass turtle with guns coming out of his shell. Bulbasaur evolves
0: into like the grossest,
1: nastiest, dumbest looking Pokemon.
0: Yeah, he's just, he evolves into he look- a flower. Yeah, he looks like someone's stepdad by the time he becomes Yeah, if you ignore the flower, he just looks like a uh, like job the hut a little yeah. bit. Yeah.
1: Like, oh my god, oh hey guys, sorry, I'd love to come hang out. I gotta give my my Venusaur his heart medication. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. My my Venusaur is heartworm. Now, I wanna get back to Ash catch him though. Yeah. Because Ash Ketchum is notable because he has this special relationship with his Pikachu. He doesn't keep him in a ball. He, they're best friends. Which is a whole other conversation. And, and this is the conversation I would like to breach. Thank God. People's relationships with their Pokemon would be intensely scrutinized. And oh yes. Somebody needs to say it. When we have if we have the Ash Ketchums of the world who have a beloved Pokémon who they they treat like their best friend, like yeah. their like their partner in this world, you have to assume that there is the other half. And I'm not talking about Team Rocket kicking and and abusing Pokémon. I think we can all say that that it's obvious just like there's animal abuse, there would be Pokémon abuse. There will be people who want to yep. fuck their Pokémon. They will absolutely be fucking their Pokémon.
1: No, uh yeah, it's so because in our world, not mm-hmm. the pure beautiful world of Pokémon the animated series where where good always triumphs. Um but it rarely triumphs our in this world, garbage world. There would absolutely be, and let me be clear, I because we we have that already in our. Well, no, 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 no. Sorry, let me back up. There, yeah, there are people who fuck animals in our world. There are people who would fuck Pokemon in our world. One hundred percent. It 100%. would be horrific. Um. The furry landscape would change astronomically. Oh, fuck, yeah. And, and oh, my I will, God. And uh, I will be very clear to all of our listeners who may be furries. Um, I know that furries do not have sex with animals. You just like to dress up in, in colorful animal suits. And may no uh, one ever take that away from you in the beautiful country of the United States of America.
0: Listen, I appreciate you saying that. And I appreciate you thinking this episode's audience will be so diverse that it includes furries. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, um, the furry landscape would be wild. But yes, there there would be people banging their Pokemon, and then the whole question of because clearly, like, and how this does, wor- in this how, world? There is no such thing as consent with a Pokemon. Like, they're, they're, no, they just of course not. The, they don't have it by
0: default. Of course not. No, they're, no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, H- how could you?
1: I, I honestly, unless it's think- meowth. <laughs> I, and I honest to God think like in our world, in the, the, the socioeconomic and political landscape we exist in right now, the inevitable conclusion of Pokemon is violent revolution. Yes. Like there will be an uprising.
0: And this is where I need to, I'm glad that you, you teed me up this way because we have to talk about what is potentially the, the biggest hurdle of Pokemon existing in real time, real life. Yep. The psychic type Pokemon. Oh my God.
1: I didn't even, I forgot they can read
0: your minds. They can control things. They can make you do things. You think there's not going to be a union of alakazams in this world who are just bent on taking over the taking over the like eradicating humans oh, and yeah. taking over the world and let's not forget our friend Mewtwo
1: oh oh yeah I mean if that and that's kind of the thing we had to talk about as well if we assume Mewtwo exists it that's curtains for humanity like we that we're we're donezo
0: you said one hundred fifty one. I know That's all the way through. And I forgot near.
1: I forgot about the one who won who like was like, let's genocide the humans. And he would be completely right too, in our case. Like in the movie, they're like, no, we're good, we're formed partnerships. And they're like, okay. In this world, I yeah, we, we, we've there's established no that- argument we could put forth to prevent our, our being wiped off the face of this planet.
0: Listen, humans gonna human. Humans and, gonna human. And if history repeats itself which of course it will humans are going to enslave these Pokemon for Correct. their own financial gain they're going to emotionally abuse them physically abuse them uh and of course make them fight yep so why would any Pokemon not have the motivation when Mewtwo comes to town oh, and yeah. says I'm starting a revolution yeah why wouldn't they get in line seize the means of collection uh two things i just wanted to circle back real quick
1: one also also horrific implication of alakazam's reading minds being able Mm -hmm. to make you do things even assuming that they don't band together with Mewtwo and just cleanse this world of the human race who could blame yeah uh sounds great in what world do you think that like every government agency on the planet doesn't have a thousand Alakazams thought policing their population at any given time. The Patriot Act would look like child's play compared to
0: what they would do to us with Pokemon. Ooh, Edward Snowden, you have your work cut out for you now. Oh boy, I didn't even think about that. You're absolutely right. There would be a mind control division. Forget forget about Big Brother. They don't need anyone to comply. Top to bottom horrific. And so that
1: was one thing I wanted to circle back to. The next thing is, all right, so when Mewtwo leads the uprising, inevitably wipes us out. Are we just straight up murdered
0: or Matthew? hmm. Do we become the Pokemon? Oh, wow. Now, this is something I did not prepare for in my research. What a question. Do we become the Pokemon? So you say, you're, you're, you're asking whether or not the Pokemon would choose to just wipe us out or enslave us. Yeah. And ca- catch us all.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think of what we could offer a Pokemon other than.
0: Absolutely nothing. None-
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We
0: could give them podcasts. We That's could give podcasts.
1: <laughs> we could do things that, uh, like, it's, it's not even a question of, like, Oh, we could do things that involve thumbs. They got Mr. Mimes, which speaking of Mr. Mimes, Ash Ketchum's mom had a Mr. Mime living with her. Yeah, they'd be butlers. Yeah. See, I'm thinking it's this that that Mr. Mime was Ash's stepdad. He didn't know oh. it. But, but Ash Ketchum's da- stepdad is a Mr. Mime.
0: Well, you know he is good with his hands. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, that's
1: too far. <laughs> um (laughs) matthew it's 3 a.m you look out of your window you see a mr mime putting his hands against the glass matthew the window is open (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) no there's no window there never was a window he put it there i i feel okay now in all fairness yep there would be some benefits i think we talked about it controlling the economy. The economy would be booming, I think. For, like, months. You th- Only months? Uh, think? I'm thinking before the uprising. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> before the uprising. <laughs> yeah. Pre- yes, pre-uprising. Oh, pre-uprising. I think people, I think people be- are living great. Yeah.
1: It would be one of those things where, like, yeah, everyone would be living fantastically for about two to three months. Then all of the rich folk would realize, oh... We can just take these, and then, like, everyone's quality of life plummets while, like, you know, the 1% live like god kings. Humans gonna human. Humans gonna human. Ouch, actually, okay, new narrative forming. So, assuming that humans gonna human, rich folk are gonna do what they do best. They corner the market on Pokemon. Uh-huh. They 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 lobby. They pass whatever laws they have. Like all the rich folks have, like the Zapdosai, the 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 Articuno. Like they've got all the legendaries and super powerful on lock. They've probably made it illegal for normal folks to own more than six Pokemon. Um, oh wow! Yeah, they probably yeah yeah have. yeah. A there's probably a tax. There's a tax. There are fees and licenses you have to have in order for your Pokemon to even be able to evolve. Um, like. The there'd sh- be a
0: whole there'd be a whole Pokemon storage industry.
1: Oh my goodness, yes! Pokemon sharing would be a thing like Uber for fucking basically Pokemon. Like you need a Tran- squirtle for transfer a few hours. fees. Yeah. oh, Oh, one hundred percent. So when Mewtwo makes himself known and takes up the mantle, it could almost be like a like a we all rise up together and unite. Uh,
0: do you think you mean you mean humans against the rich?
1: Yeah, humans
0: and Pokémon V the rich and their rich Pokémon. See, from what I recall about the Mewtwo mentality, he wasn't interested in saving some of the good, quote unquote, humans. <sighs> That's very true. I think he'd be I think he'd just be out for blood.
1: Yeah. No. I think it'd be some means to an end stuff. You know what? I honestly think the play would be the play would be, he'd be like, Oh yeah, let's, let's work together to bring down these fat cats. And then like after, the, cause mm. the ensuing war mm-hmm. would be of a scale unfathomable.
0: Yeah. He's playing the long game.
1: He's playing the long game. So he, like once he gets
0: the humans to turn on themselves.
1: Oh yeah. Gets the humans to turn on themselves. We just get like wrecked. Like the, in the ensuing battle Pokemon die. But humans suffer the most severe losses. They go
0: extinct by the time Mewtwo's done with them. The, huge losses on the human side. And then it's and, just clean up afterwards. And then just clean up afterwards. Because now we've weakened ourselves. Our numbers.
1: Probably the best thing we can look forward to is considering it's Mewtwo at the helm and his army of Alakazams. Our death would probably be relatively painless. We probably wouldn't even be aware that it's happening.
0: That's nice yeah now now before uh, let's go pre-uprising because I think that's inevitable. Yep. yes. Uh, let's talk about some other pros because I think there are some, for example, um, you know, I think the way there are emotional support animals and guide dogs, I think oh Pokemon goodness, yes. could 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 have a very beautiful relationship with a human that in need. You know, as a uh, as a as a guide Pokemon. Oh yeah, in a non you know subservient way. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, that that possible. My name is Eric
1: Poach. This is
0: my emotional support Oddish. Yeah, or just you know you're blind and you got a Mister Mime helping you. Got a Mister Mime, or you got an Alakazam who can literally blast
1: the the images that he's seeing into your brain. Alakazams present so many problems, or they solve. (laughs) So many problems. Just, well, not they, just as many as they create. Exactly what I was gonna Do you say. Know? Exactly. Hold on. I just I just wanna for, for the sake of things, uh I want to look up Alakazam's IQ. Well because it's in we'll, the Pokedex.
0: Well, you know, I mentioned something else I wanna mention is um I yeah. Alakazam has an IQ of five thousand.
1: Five fucking thousand. Holy shit. There is no world in which you are getting one up on Alakazam.
0: No, no, there's really not. So I think, I think if nothing else, there's, there would be, if the government isn't, I mean, the government would be using psychic types against us. Oh yeah. But I think they would also be like in an ice like way, collecting Pokemon like Alakazam. Out of out of the environment to make sure that they in under the guise of we're protecting you, but really they're using them.
1: Oh oh, absolutely! Like yeah. just, it. oh, God, we suck. Humans just suck so bad. Humans gonna human. Humans gonna human, man. So I think that is the is the implication of our world with Pokemon. Yeah. We I all mean, it, die and we
0: deserve it. That's the implication truly.
1: Yeah. Bright side, the utopia, the 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 that follows.
0: Yeah. Will be glorious to behold. It's a beautiful new day once the humans are all dead.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes. Like it'll be they will exist in complete balance with each other. There will be no pain, no suffering,
0: only Pokemon. And then finally Mewtwo can rest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, do you think he'll pull like a Dr. Manhattan and like at the end be
0: like, yeah, I think he probably, he 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 is pretentious that way that he would be like, and now I will go to the next
1: oh, yeah. realm
0: where I am needed. I am no longer needed on this world. And it'll
1: just fly into goddamn space.
0: He wouldn't even fly, I think. I think he'd, like, do a very pompous float away. Oh, yeah. Arms out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he's looking right at everybody as he backs. <laughs> yeah, it's like a 20-minute... Occasionally minute... looking over his shoulder to make sure he doesn't back into the goddamn sun or something.
0: So, <laughs> it's a 20-minute fade as he leaves this the, the atmosphere. Here's a bonus question.
1: Uh-huh. In this world... Where the Pokemon have uprisen, upri- up uprisen, <laughs> yeah, Ri- and and we have we have been put to the proverbial sword,
0: humanity. Uh huh.
1: What does happen to Harry the centaur?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think Harry, I I think Harry probably has to eat it as well. Does he? I, I think. See, the, I think
1: they give him a pass.
0: I think the Pokemon. I think Mewtwo would have said, "There's simply too much human in you," and taken you out. See, my
1: my angle, my angle is like they keep him on. He becomes like, because centaurs, they live forever, I assume. I assume. I, I assume they live forever. I think he becomes the cautionary tale teller. Oh, he, like he, eons from now, when the descendants of Mewtwo's uprising are like forming their own society, because Pokémon are only going to get better and more beautiful.
0: He's going to be left behind as the one slur to. Oh, yes, tell yes! the tale. Yes!
1: yes, like oh, hear you, child, this tale of woe. Like he would be voiced by Christopher Lee, and it. Oh, oh how the dude. mighty have fallen! Oh my God! And like he would, <laughs> he would leave he would lead the children pokemon in their little classes to like a cave where he's got like an 88 honda civic and like just like all these relics of our fallen oh, 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 society I yeah i was like
0: why would a centaur <laughs> be having any use for a civic of all things oh man uh so what a what a fall from his pompous days at the panera uh well i think i uh, i think we've just about covered yeah the, uh, that's the pokemon that's, angle. That's, that's pokemon uh shall we move on to uh a new segment uh for those of you who've stuck with the show from the beginning uh we're gonna... <laughs> those
1: of you really stuck it out with us uh
0: yeah you true journeymen that have joined us this whole time well, we're gonna enter a new segment now that we like to call weird news yeah and this is exactly what it sounds like. We are going to bring to you some uh, news stories from uh, around uh, the country, in uh, for, ideally from small town newspapers. Uh, so uh, feel free to send those to us as well. Uh, Eric, I think you've got some good ones.
1: Okay, I've so I've got two here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to open with.
0: I'll, I'll enter. I only have one short one from today. So we'll, we'll, I'll stick it in between your two. Perfect. Perfect. So this
1: is a letter to the editor. Uh, This is from 100 years ago. Ooh, 1920, January 29th. All right. So the title of this letter to the editor is just Wineless Dinners. To the editor of the Herald. Can any right-minded person imagine a party of red-blooded, pleasure-loving American men and women sitting down to a nicely prepared dinner without a little wine to aid in its digestion as well as to enliven the occasion? A funeral would be a riot of fun in comparison. If this miserable band of hypocritical, joy-killing prohibitionists are satisfied with their cold tea, well and good. (laughs) The more they drink of it, the sooner... Uh, the glorious world will be rid of their miserable presence. They are the kind that would deny a child a stick of candy. Considering the method by which this law, under the cloak of wartime prohibition, was put over on an unsuspecting, patriotic people, whose chief intent was in winning the war, then I can understand how, in justice to the people of the United States, the Supreme Court can decide in its favor. If such is the case, my enthusiasm of our boasted liberty and freedom will be subject to discount. And as plenty of shipping space is now available, we might as well pack up the Statue of Liberty and return it to the country which presented it to us by mistake in good faith and to seem to be enjoying the liberty which we merely boasted. Signed, C. Stan, New York City, January ninth, 1920.
0: Well, I'm glad that the tone of the letter to the editor hasn't changed in the last century. Not one bit. This is some shade from the grave. What a hot take. If you don't
1: like booze, you are a fun-hating, miserable sack of shit, and I hate you.
0: I mean, wow. Uh, Now, uh, this is breaking news. This is from today. Uh, We're... We are recording today on October 1st, a story from 1140 this morning, for all I know. In fact, let me refresh. Maybe it's updated. Um, The headline is, emu running loose through Massachusetts city lured with Pear." Go on. An animal control officer in Massachusetts was called out for a situation that was a first for her city, an emu on the loose. Haverhill Animal Control Officer Michelle Cannon responded alongside Massachusetts Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals police when an emu was spotted running loose through Haverhill on Wednesday morning. Cannon said she had been called out to situations involving bears and moose before, but the emu was a first. Witnesses said Cannon lured the flightless Australian bird with a pear, quote, there's a pear tree right next door. She went and got a pear and started feeding him the pear. He was loving it. He got to the point she could just pick him right up and bring him to the car. (laughs) said witness Brianna Smith. Author- <laughs> the- I, I don't know why I made Brianna sound <laughs> like a poor man's names. JFK. I was expecting to follow that voice. That's good. I don't know why I did Brianna dirty that way. Sorry, Brianna. <laughs> uh, authorities said they were attempting to identify the bird's owner as no emus had been reported missing from local farms. You don't say. <laughs> oh, man. So that's uh, that's up to the minute. That's awesome. And you uh you had a second story for us. Oh,
1: I got a second story. This is my favorite one. So this is coming to you from 1965.
0: Okay? This is from with the with the Retro News, Eric.
1: Yes. This is a newspaper, a local a local paper from Canistota, South Dakota.
0: Okay. I'm
1: intrigued. Uh the paper is called the Canistota Clipper. The yes, Clipper. It is had an entire section of the paper that was the news as presented by local school children. And I found this is the the, the second grade news from the Canistota Clipper, 1965. We have many baby snails in our fishbowl now. Also, our guppies are so big. Two have bright orange tails. They seem to grow very fast. Our cactus plant doesn't seem to grow one bit. We have finished our robin and meadowlark pictures. We also have put up our bird mobile. We may have put them up too soon because the next day we had a blizzard. Douglas Denue, Wendy Townsend, and Larry de Kramer have missed school because of colds and flu. We have a health chart to check each morning. It is in our science books. There are many health rules to follow. We have been studying clocks in our arithmetic. We also have many review problems about easy fractions and measuring with a ruler. We have been studying directions in our science work. We have a small compass in our workbooks, showing all directions. When we are in our own room, we all know the directions. Yet when we put away our compass, we are all mixed up again. Directions do seem to change.
0: That's it? That's it.
1: That's the That's second the grade news oh, from Canastota, South Dakota,
0: 1965. Great reading. I'm uh, Well done. Uh, well, I think that does it for our weird news today. If you have weird news that you want to send our way, please do so at you didn't ask for this at gmail.com and also please send us your weird questions yes so we can put them in uh our next episode and subsequent
1: episodes and please just send anything literally anything stream of consciousness yeah send us Uh, the wildest
0: shit y'all and be sure to follow us on instagram and on twitter at you didn't ask pod that's the letter U didn't ask pod because you know, every other version of you didn't ask was already taken. So I had to settle for that. Uh, But also you didn't ask for this.com. You can uh, reach us that way or uh, you didn't ask for us at gmail.com. Send us an email, drop us a line. We'd love you. Um, I think those are all the, uh, you know, that that's the administrative things we got to get out of the side, out of the way. Um, Thank you for joining us. Yeah, uh, today on you didn't ask for this. here's something we didn't think about. How do we end this podcast? Yikes! Uh, but anyway, that uh, I think that does it for us, Poch. Yeah, I think that's I think episode one in the pilot in, in the bag. Two. Well done, Eric. Well done, Matthew. Now here's something we didn't discuss. We didn't discuss how to end the show. Nope. nope. And here we are. Uh, d- uh, we don't have a tagline. Nope. Um, so send us
1: taglines.
0: Send us your taglines, I guess. Um, wh- wh- I think there's a couple of options. Uh, yeah. We, um, I mean, I, we could say something like, you didn't ask. But we answered. That's something.
1: That's, it's something.
0: And you know what? If that doesn't work, you could just slowly fade us out to music. Yeah. And like... We'll just Which banter really a little bit and blah, 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 blah and a little Friendly like, banter at the banter. end of the podcast. Banter, 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 banter. And that's it. And, that's and it. surely by now the music's
1: taking over. Oh, oh, God.